Welcome to another episode of Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Kirsten Holder, and today we're talking with Dr. Vu, a dentist at Dental Depot. Dr. Vu is originally from Washington, D.C., but considers Oklahoma home, especially after graduating from the University of Oklahoma College of Dentistry. His wife, Lisa, is also a dentist, and together they have two young kids, Jagger, who is four, and Josie, who is one, almost two, from what I've heard. So thank you for being here with us today, Dr. Vu. I'm sure your kids have the best and cleanest teeth on the block. Is that right? <laughs> well, uh, Kirsten, thanks for having me. Uh, glad to be here. Um, I wish I could say that was true, but we already said this is a judge-free zone, so I'll tell you, my um, son, Jagger, did have a cavity one time, and uh, I think I was telling you, we, we took an x-ray um, and we saw it and I, I'm pretty sure I had a panic attack or I may have blacked out, I think is what I told you. But um, yeah, I, I had to tell mom about it. And, you know, to Dennis, you'd think kids would never have a cavity, but, uh, you know, it, it happens. Um, and that's the reality of it. And um, we were able to get it in there, get it cleaned out. And he's been uh, cavity free ever since and no cavities on my a daughter Josie yet so we're so far so good. <laughs> oh good I'm sure both you and your wife being dentists were both pointing fingers the other way when that <laughs> tooth looks down. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, that makes us all feel better that dentist kids are just like our kids and they get cavities and that's just what happens and you've got to take care of them. So that's right. Absolutely. I'm not actually the only one in my household who gets a little nervous about trips to the dentist, um, but even more so now with, you know, the pandemic, all the worry about germs. So just right off the bat, I'd like to ask what kind of practices you have in place in your office um, at Dental Depot to keep families safe and at ease. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, most dentists, we're already taking universal and standard precautions to prevent ourselves, our patients, and our staff from getting transmissible diseases. But obviously, we're in a different time now. It's COVID-19, and, and we have the coronavirus, so we are taking um, extra precautions and measures to make sure that we're safe, our patients are safe, and our staff is safe. Uh, and that starts by uh, right at the door. We're um, doing temperature checks. Uh, we're asking our patients to wait in the car until we call them. Uh, we have them fill out a pretty elaborate questionnaire that basically tells them and asks them where they've been, where they've traveled, and what kind of symptoms they have. Um, from there, once you get to the back, uh, we do use PPE, which stands for uh, per, uh, Personal Protective Equipment. And uh, it's not just gloves and masks. We're using face shields. We're using gowns, things like that that can really help prevent the patient and us uh, from spreading any uh, viruses. Um, doing, um, we're using all our PPE, which stands for personal protective equipment. Obviously, we're, we're already gloved up and we're masked, but we're going, um, taking additional measures. We're wearing face shields, we're, uh, we're, we're gowning up, uh, we're wearing um, the, the headgear. Um, we've also removed all our magazines and toys. Obviously, we don't want um, kids or patients touching anything that may come in contact with other patients and kids, so we've removed that. Um, we're also doing uh, a peroxide rinse uh, right before the procedure, and that's been shown to be pretty effective in uh, limiting the spread of corona or the COVID-19. So, um, yeah, we're taking all the measures we can. We're following the uh, ADA guidelines, and uh, so far, so good. Uh, we've had a pretty good track record. Thank you for sharing all of that. I know... Um, 
we might be nervous at first thinking about uh, people being in our mouths where all the germs are, but it kind of sounds like a dentist's office might be the safest place to be <laughs> as far as germs are concerned with all the precautions you're taking. Absolutely. I feel like a, a dentist's office has always been one of the safer places to go just because we're always so thorough um, with our cleaning habits and our hygiene habits. So, um, but again, we're, we're taking that extra measure to make sure that our patients are feeling safe and they're comfortable because obviously the, the dental office is already nerve wracking enough. We don't, we don't you know, need to induce any more stress. So we're doing everything we can to make you feel calmer and safer. Perfect. So talk a little bit about why it's important to maintain consistent dental care and dental visits for kids, um, maybe even before they have permanent teeth. And then also, would you tell us a little bit about what constitutes a dental emergency? Okay, yeah, Kirsten, that's a, actually a, a great question. Um, I'm a bit advocate for starting good habits early. And um, you know that applies to the, the dentist's office as well. Um, I've seen patients that started at two versus patients that have started at six or seven. And I have to tell you, the patients that started early and were really consistent at it formed those good habits early. And by the time they were five, six, or seven, they were rock stars in our chair. I mean, they were able to sit still, take the x-rays, do the cleaning, and they just felt very comfortable. They had a much more enjoyable experience. Um, so aside from that, starting the good habits early, you know, baby teeth, just like adult teeth, can hurt as well. When you get a cavity and it gets uh, close to that nerve, you can definitely, um, you know, get a, get a bad toothache. And obviously we don't want our kids hurting. So I think that's the second reason, um, you know, why it's important to bring our kids in on a consistent basis. Um, as far as dental emergencies go, um, you know, the main, the main one is obviously if there's pain. And that can be anything from a toothache, to maybe a, a wire that's been falling off the bracket that's cutting your cheek. Um, but sometimes um, dental emergencies don't um, come about, don't arise as pain. You can have swelling, uh, you can have trauma, things like that. But those are all, I think, great reasons to come in and, and check us out. Absolutely. And what we don't know, I know, can sometimes pinch us in the butt <laughs> eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you kind of mentioned this, but. Um, with little kids, you know, sometimes even before they have all their permanent teeth, uh, they can't communicate properly if there is a toothache. Um, besides swelling, is there anything we should be on the lookout for as parents? Um, and maybe along those lines as well, what are the signs um, of a cavity? Uh, and are they similar or different to like gritting or grinding your teeth? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously, um, a real apparent sign would if you is if you can actually see the cavity um, if it's big enough and you can you know get in there and see it that's a definitely a good time to bring them in but sometimes you can't see the cavity and the only way you can see the cavity is through an x-ray so signs you can look for if the if your child's not telling you that he or she's hurting is maybe they're not chewing um, on a particular tooth and every time they're at dinner time or lunchtime you're noticing that they're avoiding a sign that's a really good telltale sign that there's probably a tooth that's hurting and they're not telling you about. Um, the other thing is obviously um, if the abscess has already come, uh, sometimes you'll get a bump right above the tooth on the gum line. That's a really good sign that I would look for that tells me that, hey, there's something going on with this tooth. Maybe an infection, maybe not, but it's definitely a time to get into your dentist and get that checked out. 
Um, to answer your second question, as far as the, the difference between uh, decay and uh, grinding, so they both can arise as pain, but usually with the toothache, it's going to be very localized. It, you'll feel it on one particular tooth. Whereas dental grinding, it can feel more like the whole mouth hurts. It's more of a generalized feeling. And so the main thing is, you know, with dental decay, you're going to have soft decay. The hole will be, feel very soft. Whereas when you see a hole from grinding, it's typically, uh, typically going to be very hard and it won't feel soft. So those are some of the main differences that you can look for. Mm. So many things. Uh, I, I can't imagine all that you're on the lookout for in the x-rays and when someone's in your chair. So we appreciate you looking out for our kids when we can't. Um, Absolutely. This pandemic has really taught us that we need to be singing happy birthday while washing our hands. Um, is that how long we should be brushing our teeth too? <laughs> well, um, unfortunately, no. Um, I feel like the happy birthday song is great for washing your hands, but it's a little too short for uh, brushing your teeth. Now, you know, we don't want you singing Bohemian Rhapsody. That's like, I think like a seven or 10 minute song, <laughs> which is probably a little uh, uh, overdoing it. But uh, what I do with my kids, and I find that it's really effective is I'll just tell them to, uh, what their favorite song is and I'll play that for them. And then when that song's over, that's usually long enough. The average song I, I feel would be a, a, an appropriate time would be two minutes. Um, so what we do is my daughter loves Jojo Siwa. And so we will play that boomerang song and I've heard it way too many times, but for her that works. So basically we'll play that, she'll brush, we'll help her brush. And after that song's ended, then we'll know that that's about two minutes and uh, we can stop brushing by then. You all need to patent some kind of like toothbrushing song. I feel like you could make some money off of this. That's <laughs> well, they actually, um, you know, I didn't know about this, but ever since having kids, I've gone out and some of the, the dental sections do have toothbrushes that play a song. Uh, and um, it'll be maybe like a Star Wars theme song and it'll just replay. And then basically um, after the two minutes, it'll turn off and that'll uh, let the kid know that, hey, it's time to stop brushing. That's perfect. I didn't know that. And now I'm going to have to be on the lookout. My husband is a die right. hard Star Wars fan. So this is perfect. <laughs> there you go. Maybe if, you're, if your husband likes it, maybe he can use one of them too. Exactly. <laughs> we can all jump on that train. <laughs> uh, exactly. So along with that little fun fact and tip about um, brushing teeth, what age do you recommend kids start brushing their teeth on their own? And do you have any maybe back pocket magic tricks about getting them to floss as well? Man, I wish I had a, a magic trick for, for the flossing. Um, but, um, you know, what they do have, and, and this is what we use at home, is they have these little floss sticks. And they actually cater them towards kids. They have different colors and they have different flavors. And I find that it's actually easier to get in between my, my, kids, uh, my child's tooth uh, with that little floss stick. Um, I know gum makes a brand and I'm pretty sure Oral-B does too and those are things you can find at the store. Now as far as brushing on your own, um, my kids are, well my son now is five and my daughter now is um, two. I, we're still helping them brush um, every night which is the most important time because you really don't want them to go to sleep with all that sugar on. I'll let them brush first and then either my wife or I will come behind them and we'll brush them shortly after. And it's really important we get their back teeth. Although kids can do it and they enjoy doing it at this point because we practice with them, they still are just going through the motions and they don't know the real purpose of how to get their teeth clean. 
so we'll still help them. I feel like between ages six and seven, if they're cavity free, you could probably let them brush on their own. Um, but if they have a long history of cavities and they're still getting cavities, I still think it's a great idea to really help them brush even into the age of six and seven. That's a great thing to know. That's something that I'm going to be on the lookout for when my son gets to be that age for sure. Um, talk a little bit about stressors. You know, we think about stress affecting our body, our health, our mental health, um, but it can affect your oral health as well. So um, during a pandemic or even just change in general, um, school environments, um, friends changing, not being able to see those people that you know um, in your life that you normally see all the time, um, how can stressors like that manifest in your dental health? Yeah, so obviously um, we're living in a very stressful time. Um, the main stressor that I see is patients are grinding or clenching. And that's how it manifests is dental pain. And um, I've lately had to do a lot of night guards for patients that we've seen areas of heavy grinding. And we've also had to do a lot of crowns because they're cracking their teeth. So, you know, if you feel like you're getting generalized headaches or generalized tooth pain, it's a pretty good indication that you might be overstressed. Um, that's a good time to come in. We'll look for those signs and, um, you know, if it's not too late, we can make a night guard that'll help protect your teeth from um, all the pain you're having and from breaking um, a crown or two. Um, as far as the kids' hy uh, hygiene goes and the routine goes with school being out, as you know, kids are staying up later. Um, you know, they're, hopefully they're doing their homework, but they're probably also playing video games and you know, the snacking is probably not the best. So um, I feel like hygiene does slack a little bit in times like this, and it's really important just to get in a routine. Um, I feel like during the school year, kids are much better brushers because they're going to bed at a certain time and they're brushing their teeth twice a day because they know they have to do it before school and before bed. But, you know, now's a time where that's not necessarily, necessarily the case. And I think it's really important that you stick uh, with the routine and, and you get on your kids with brushing twice a day, even though they don't have to go to school, make them brush in the morning after breakfast and make them brush right before bedtime. Yeah, those are really, those routines are important in so many ways, but clearly it pays off in dental health as well. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there any one last thought you'd like to leave us with? Anything we missed talking about today? Um, yeah, before we, before we leave, uh, thanks just for having uh, me, Kirsten. I'm happy to answer all your questions. But as far as um, dental health goes, I think, um, you know, health, general overall health, uh, your teeth is, is the pathway to that. Um, you know, not a lot of people know, but um, we can find underlying issues with your overall health just through your teeth. So, you know, even though your teeth aren't hurting, um, it's really important you go in because if there are cavities, these are issues that can essentially lead to heart disease, um, you know, diabetes, things like that. So it's really important to really um, get your dental, get your teeth looked at because it really is the gateway to, to your whole body. Thank you so much for all that you brought up today. I mean, these are some things that I'm going to take home in my household, um, especially that singing singing toothbrush, uh, singing Star Wars. We, <laughs> we need some of that in our life right now. 
Right. I think we all need a little singing Star Wars in our lives. Exactly. Exactly. And oral hygiene is a form of self-care and self-care is something we all need as well. So a little song, a little self-care, we'll all get through. Yeah, <laughs> For all absolutely. of you listening, thank you so much. Um, you can learn more about Dental Depot practices, appointment times, and locations at www.dentaldepot.net. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids. Thank you.